Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 115. In this episode, we'll be passing you priority. We'll also be opening up the team time capsule and wrapping it all up with a discussion about Australian nationals. So let's kick it off by passing you priority. All right, guys, we are here with Dr. J. Still JD, right? Oh, yeah. Um, They can't take that away from me. Yeah, soon to be Uber driver, too. So if you're in Salt Lake and looking for a ride, maybe you want to... Yeah, possibly. Got to make, make, make a couple bucks <laughs> while I wait for my bar results. Go, go, you know, maybe you can have a sweet discussion. That would be cool if somebody like did that and they're like, hey, are you Dr. J and Double Burst while you're driving around? <laughs> I want to see that happen. Can somebody That'll make that happen? That'll be the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's, kinda, it's time for us to do another passing priority because we got some letters from the listeners and we always love to hear from people. Um, so our first one is from Bobby Z and I can't quite tell if he's trolling us or if he's responding to something um i i kind of was like oh wait but, I, i'm not sure what he's yeah but i got an email from bobby that says need an errata that for dot 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 and then when i opened up the email it said ronin the accuser all three of them um so i i'm guessing bobby you might be a little behind on episodes because just it was just like two or three episodes ago. It we was just like two or three ago that we eroded Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, but but I, I do like some of the suggestions he sent. So he, he sent suggestions for all three of them. So for the common, he says, Ronan gets six attack if there are no other character dice in your field zone. So instead of the plus two, I think was the normal one. Right, right, yeah. Um, plus six? Yeah, plus six. I mean, it would be better. Yeah, I, I think that would work out well. Um, seven, the, or the seven cost uncommon when fielded, send all opposing villains to your opponent's bag. So how, how's that one work out for you? That one would be awesome and totally worth what you're yeah, paying for a seven cost. Yeah. Totally worth what you're paying for this. Send all opposing villains. It should say in the field. Uh, oh, to the, to the bag. Yeah. To the bag, send to the bag. So Ooh. instead of saying when fielded, all opposing villain character dice so they go into the bag instead of can yeah 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 i um, like that one and then for the rare he changed it to so i gotta read this um so the first part is still the same when fielded move all villain character die to ronin the accuser's card until end of turn and then what it says is uh return them to the field zone at any level of your choice at the end mm. of the turn that could be kind of interesting. Yeah, for for an eight cost, I would be kind of interested to see how that turns out. I still feel like is it what did he say? It's a when fielded still. Yeah, when fielded. Oh, I still don't like when fielded on eight, seven, and eight cost characters. It's just so hard to get multiple of them or to or to get refield them. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of cool. Maybe like uh, it should be like every turn or something while Ronan is active. You may yeah, like during change your global once phase. per turn. You may change each of your opponent's villains to whatever level you want. Yeah, them to so be. so not try take out the move all characters to his card type thing, and then just give him the ability to. Yeah, pick I don't level. even know he has that ability. That was that's like we talked about it on the errata. That it's one of the most frustrating things in the world is that Ronan because when you field him, all villains go onto the card onto his card, 
it doesn't say all other villains. It includes him. Yeah. And so it's just such a bad, bad card. Keep, keep, so. You know, I, at least let him slice and dice on the card or something like that. I know. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, so I, uh, like you said, I couldn't tell if he was kind of messing with us or if he hadn't listened to the episode yet. But either way, it's still fun when we do an errata that to get emails from listeners that say, hey, you know, you should you should say this on you you know this was a cool errata for that card that you guys talked about or i think this would be a cool errata we just like that kind of input yeah we i mean we we love hearing everybody's kind of ideas on it because i mean i i'm i definitely don't think we're the end all be all oh yeah of all no. things. so like I, I always love seeing other people's perspectives of it and if anything bobby z somehow we, you are on the same brain length as us and had planned I, the same segment. At least, same yeah, at least he recognizes <laughs> this is a bad card. We recognize this is a bad card. So we're not alone yeah. in our thinking that this was a bad card. We, we, we have same brain synced, sinking this. So we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. I'd be afraid to play against Bobby Z now. So he might like know what I'm thinking and like predict my moves. Well, as I play in you draw, roll energy, then draw and roll more energy, <laughs> then draw. Like you don't have to predict Kevin's moves. <laughs> Secrets. Secrets. Um, All right. So for the next one, we got an email from Steve. um, And he had sent us kind of a team that put together. And um, this is one of those kind of examples I like where, you know, sometimes you get brewing and you're like, oh, this is going to be an amazing idea. And you kind of get siloed into it. Uh But then when somebody else looks at it. You know, there, there's pieces of it. So what he it's, that's why it's yeah. really good when you're brewing a team to bounce ideas off of yeah. other people. Yeah. So so he he calls it a control elite group, and what he has on the team is the black cat keeping the bloodhounds at bay. Really good card. Um, so while black cat is active, your opponent cannot field a level three character dice. It also has the super rare triceratops. While triceratops is active, when an opponent fields a level one character die, deal damage to that die. Um, that die equal to the attack of your active Triceratops character die with the highest attack. Yep. I've never noticed how wordy that card is until I try to read it now. I know, but, right? Yeah. Um, sounds familiar to a team that you and I yeah, were we, brewing. Yeah, we were so yeah. excited to brew a team just like this when uh, we saw the D&D set coming yeah. out. So. Um, and the next one he had is Artis Simber, Bearer of the Ring of Winter. Ring of Winter, huh? Um, while Artis Simber is active... When an evil character dies fielded, spin that die to level one. And then he also has, um, from the Harley Quinn team pack, Batman plays too tough, five cost. Batman gets plus one attack, plus one defense for each sidekick die character in their field zone, both players. If your opponent has an active villain character die, Batman gains overcrush. Um, The other ones that he was thinking of adding was the rare Thor, uh, Crystal Aerokinesis. While Crystal is active, during your roll and reroll step, you may spin question mark faces to sidekick faces. Um, and then Samantha Wilson, this one's, an, I think, a personal favorite of yours, uh, Project Rebirth. The, the combo with Crystal and Samantha yeah. Wilson is really fun. Yeah, while Samantha Wilson is active, when you feel the sidekick character die, draw and roll a die, and then it has the global pay shield, prevent one damage to target character or player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also had... Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when fielded, you may KO target level one character villain die. Um, and then rounding it all up with Agent Venom, losing control. He has call out, um, which is when this character die attacks, target character die is the only character die that may block this character this turn. And then if Agent Venom targets a villain character die with call out, he cannot be KO'd this turn. Um, so, and he was saying, 
my thinking is Black Cat, Simber, Nick Fury keep Yanti out of play. You know, we're talking about the super rare. Venom calls her out. Triceratops does direct damage, though this is just me. Um, like to think Villainous Pact is not an issue. Um, also, and then the one basic action card he gave us was Throne Brick, which is a two cost. Deal one damage to target character die. If that character die is not KO'd, prep a die from your bag and add it add this to your prep area um, instead of the use pile. So um, he was also asking for any ideas to help out with movement, rapid churn with the dice. Um, yeah. So a couple of things just off the bat, um, which is a really, which is the main reason why you want to bounce your ideas off of people is there's some interactions here that I don't think quite work out. Yeah. Well, like I can see what he's trying to get at, Yeah, but th- it doesn't work out. So I think the biggest one right now is that evil and villain characters are two separate things. Yeah, and I'm not entirely yeah. like it wasn't entirely clear from his email if if he was thinking they were the same or not. Um because Artist Simber obviously will work against Yanti because she's evil, uh but won't work against the other villains. And so yeah, that was a little bit confusing, but also the um Artist Simber spinning evil characters down to level 1, that's after they're fielded. So if they roll a Yanti on level 2 and they field it, uh it will be fielded on level two and then he will spin it down to level one so the triceratops will not trigger and take yanti yeah, out of the field in that situation because the triceratops is checking right when you field the character not exactly after and you have to fully resolve at that point so i mean i i still really love the combo though <clears throat> of black cat and triceratops yeah. because still they're only able to field level two characters so you're on to something right there and that's hard control right there if you can get them out. And I really like the idea of using an overcrush character with those two because your opponent is going to be severely limited on yeah, what they can Yeah, they won't have a field. level three. They so won't you, have yeah. any level three with high stats. They won't have any level ones. They might have a couple level twos, but they're not going to be able to field all that much. And so your overcrush character will not have too many blockers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Batman would be my first choice, but it... It any overcrush yeah. really is is an okay thing to put with that combo, uh, and so I think he's he's onto something really solid and really fun here. Um, he just needs a couple more pieces. What was basic action was thrown brick? Yeah, thrown brick. Deal one damage to target character die, and then if it's not KO'd, you uh, prep a die from your bag and then add the thrown brick to your prep area too. I mean, he said he was looking for ramp and churn, but that one's. That's pretty solid. That's a pretty solid form of ramping. I mean, you get right a there. Batman out. His defense is, you know, pretty decent to use for to use in this case, right? Yeah, and and control teams are meant to slow down other people's teams so that your team can do what it needs to do. So, I don't think you need any really fast ramp and churn. You need what you need to get the Triceratops out and to get Black Cat out. But they're two four cost characters, so they're not hard. Once you get those out. You can kind of take. You should be able to take a little bit more time doing what you need mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, and and so the part where I think he was confused because he also there was another comment in his email. He's like, "I'm mindful that Simber's text is anti-villain um, on the whole board," and that's where I think he may be confusing that e- evil and villains are the same. Oh, okay, based on yeah. That comment right there. Um, but I I do like the core. But th- as I looked through this team more, it felt like you could actually split out these teams a little bit better into two separate teams. Yeah, where for like, sure. To, to be a little bit more effective and then use those empty spots to kind of round out both of the teams. Yeah, that uh, that Crystal Samantha Wilson team is a really good 
backbone for a sidekick team. Mm-hmm. Then you throw that Batman on that team. Yeah, yeah. That throw the Batman yeah. on that team, and you've got an amazing team right there. Uh, but see, we all run into this at some point while we're brewing a team. You know, when you want this combo to work, and you want this combo to work, and you just kind of put them together and hope <laughs> that it works. And lots of times it doesn't, and you're trying to do too much with your team. I've done it so many times where I'm like, but. I can't take Doppelganger off this team because he's so cool and I want him. Yeah. But he's jacking with my flow and stuff. And so you just got to kind of narrow it down and maybe, like you said, break this into two teams and see which one you like yeah. most. Like, like so let, let's first start out with the Black Hat Triceratops teams. What would you put into that? Because um, you, you did mention an Overcrusher. So, yeah. you know, if you really want to use that Batman, I don't, I don't think it's too bad um, in terms of having it on a team. But... Yeah, um, and, try- and he gets he gets bonuses for your sidekicks, right? For both players' sidekicks. Both. Well, that's that that that's where I'm a little drawn back because your opponent yeah. can't field sidekicks since they're level one characters. They're gonna get blasted yeah. by Triceratops every time they hit the field, so you're kind of nerfing Batman there a little bit. But I mean, if you're fielding a lot of sidekicks, he still wouldn't be too bad. But you know, really, any kind of strong overcrush is gonna work in that spot, and I can't really think of any newer ones. I don't know what new Overcrush has come out recently. I'm thinking there was something in... Um, let's see. I'm no, there wasn't anything through. in Thor. There was just that one of the three there, there, there's so, warriors. I, I know some of the Warhammer stuff is getting Overcrush. Um, Ooh, that could be I, cool. Um, I'm looking... Anger... Why is Anger issue? Oh, I don't have this on oh, water. I, Warhammer's not out yet, but I might put some range on this. Yeah, that would work. To blast those level two characters that actually happen to make it onto the field uh, i'm looking atlas on one of his sides when you use the flip cards uh-huh. he has overcrush on it okay um the citizen five i think his one of them has retaliation Ooh, i didn't notice the retaliation in the back um retaliation what's that one if an affiliated ca- character is ko'd you deal one damage to your opponent like black manta was that was yeah. that yeah, Injustice, that came back. Yeah, and Justice like Lightning, but he's a six cost. Oh, uh, that's weird. And he's a Thunderbolt. Isn't yeah, he? it's only it's only Thunderbolts that would eh, cause that. It's, so it's, it's kind of cool though. Um, oh, Col- Colossus from X Men First Class. Oh yeah, no, he'd that's be a, a good yeah, choice. That's another good one. Yeah. Um, and you know you have some of the promos like Xavier School or Go yeah, Mortals. Yeah. So if I if if I were gonna put a couple of other things on this team, obviously you want the Overcrush, something a big body for a win condition. Uh, you're probably going to want some removal as well just to get those pesky level two characters that they do end up rolling out of the field. Ooh, Sasquatch is the rare Sasquatch would work well. Yeah, but her stats are kind of blah. I didn't like her very much. Yeah, but but I liked it because you have the Sam Wilson. So if they use the Sam Wilson, they're spinning up your Sasquatch stats. That's true. And then she has Overcrush already. By that. So, so um, I would put probably one more removal piece on this team, maybe like a, a Billy club to roll out those pesky level two characters. Mm-hmm. And or, it gives you options for your sidekicks. If yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. Just something to remove those characters out of the field. And that way you can just own the board as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe something that punishes when fielded effects or when your opponent fields characters, uh, do something in that situation. So, yeah. 
there's there's all kinds yeah. of options to add to this team. We never really fully fleshed out this team when we decided. We just knew that those two would there's be a so strong many sets combo. that came out at once. That yeah. there was just no time. If you could protect your Triceratops somehow, because he's got low defense, that might be an option so that they don't end up pinging it out with like a magic missile or mm-hmm. something. So maybe like a wrecker to stop action yeah. globals or something like that would be strong on the team. Um, and yeah, those, those are some yeah, things. Yeah, just, on the team. Just, and then, so for the crystal Samantha Wilson, there's so many options with that. Like, oh, well, like we mentioned that Batman is pretty good. So I played with a team like this. And one of my favorites is Jane Foster from Thor. And the, the real reason why she is my, my favorite for this team is because she, I think is the only ally in modern that has zero fielding costs on all of her sides. And maybe maybe the only one that's zero fielding costs. Are you talking about the rare or the uncommon Jane Foster? Um, the the rare one is makes immortal characters two less uh, to purchase, and then the uncommon is you can field an immortal for, for free. What's the common do? Uh, when Jane Foster is KO'd, you may field a Thor character die from use pile for free on the same level as Jane Foster. That really, one. it depends on what else you're putting on your team. If you're putting some immortal characters on, fine. When I did it, I actually didn't use her ability at all. I just used her because she was cheap and because she had zero fielding costs on all of her sides. And, and so, she was an ally. And she was yeah. an ally. And I used her with that Samantha Wilson. So when you field a sidekick, you get to draw a die out of your bag and roll it. And you churn through your bag so Yeah, you were taking bag burn, weren't you? I wasn't actually because of the way it works, you don't take bag burn because so so this was what I do. I had I had Samantha Wilson, I had her, and I had uh, Pepper Potts, Virginia, so I could get a fifth die. Stupid pepper pots. <laughs> and I'd roll them and then I would field all the sidekicks, turn all the question marks to sidekicks, continue drawing dice and rolling them continuing to field Jane Foster's and rolling them. And you could go from a field of two dice to a field of eight dice or nine dice in that turn alone. And I would just attack with all my sidekicks. So I'd throw a sidekick buffer on there like, uh, uh, Malekith, I think is, yeah, turns, was- turns them all to villains and makes it gives them plus one, mm-hmm. plus one, just a simple sidekick buff. And you're doing some serious damage in one turn and what happens on your next turn, you reach in your bag, you draw five dice, and you do it all over again. And your opponent's going to have such a hard time stopping that. So, I mean, it's really for an aggressive style team where the other one was kind of for a, a control team. Yeah. And that's why they kind so, of don't mix well together. Yeah, it's because one end of the other. But, you know, I like, you know, I suggest, Steve, try both of these. See which one matches your style. Cause- ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Rare Professor X from uh, X-Men First Class would yeah. also be a good addition. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, especially if you have that Batman on the team. Oh, you're like, oh, yeah, field more. I'm, I'm coming up with more ideas, too, as we talk about <laughs> this. But uh, uh, Super Rare Jubilee, if you can get a hold of her, you get one yeah. good turn, and it's all over, man. Yeah, yeah, with with, with that Crystal Samantha Wilson. Yeah, you're fielding brutal. so many sidekicks. So you're just ping, 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 and then attack, and it's gonna be it's going to be over quick. Yeah. All right, so Steve, hopefully this will help you kind of, uh, you know, round out your team because that's one of my favorite things about brewing, and I learned very quickly is that always having somebody to talk about your team, it's super helpful, you know, getting that outside perspective um, sometimes can help fill in those holes you have. So big thanks to Bobby Z and Steve for sending in emails, and you guys can send us emails 
Um, just shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. All right, Jared, I will see you back a little bit later on the show when we're headed down under. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing today, my friend? Good, how are you? Um, it is time for us to kind of take out the shovel and then open up another team time capsule. Is that how you do it with time capsules? I don't, I've only buried them. I've never had to, like, go dig one up yet. Yeah, well, uh, you're still young. So, that makes <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> um, so, but this one is a special one because it was actually sent in. So if you guys have team time capsules that you want to send in, doubleburst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash doubleburst and it might make it on the show so this one is from david spencer and he sent this one in hey guys wanted to share with you one of my favorite teams i've ever made which that makes me giddy when people say that Um, i made this team in around three of four of a legacy league that my group was playing right after deadpool came out so for for you guys who aren't familiar with legacy leagues what happens with those the rules are a little bit different but the general idea is once a card has been played in a week, um, you no longer can use it for the following weeks of the Legacy League. So that means your card pool is going to get a little bit smaller and smaller. Um, I remember when we did it, Russ, I just played all the current meta cards at the time, just got them all gone in the first week. Team didn't do good, but (laughs) it took all of them off in the first week. it did good because it got rid of those cards. Um, On there, so... Um, I was pretty new to the game and this was the first team I made without looking at any guides online and I absolutely love playing it. Do you do you remember the first time you ever like built a team without any help, not looking online and stuff? I remember I was super proud of it. It wasn't that great, but I was super proud of it. Yeah, I I didn't when I started playing though, you got you got to remember I I didn't know this online world existed, so uh, old man over there. Hey, what's this internet thing you kids are talking about? Wait, I hate people talk about it. I hear you can talk to other people on the MySpace and the Facebooks. You know. So, right, so okay. Uh, so this this one's a good one because it's built around a card. I know you like too. Yeah. Um, it was built around common toad tongue lashing to keep their field empty. And I I remember the text right off the top of my head. It was your opponent had to attack with all their non sidekick characters, right? Um, I thought it was, oh, maybe it was also. I thought it included everything, and they uh, take two damage if it's on yeah. the first well, side. So, so it's a five-cost fist. While Toad is active, each opposing non-sidekick character must attack if legal, and then opposing characters take two damage when they attack on the burst side. Um, Such so that, a fun yeah. card. Um, I flooded my field with lots of cheap characters that I would love to block with, like Beast Genetic Expert that gives life and deals damage when knocked out while blocking. You know, the old oh, ramp. OG ramp. Um, uh, this this one was another one of my favorite ones when Spider-Man came out. Black Widow Aftershock to chip away with that Aftershock damage. Um, Stinger? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, Black Widow Stinger. I yeah. remember loving to do that because I'm like, all right, you're going to attack? I'll block with this. was like the only thing, that, or the <laughs> first one that actually used Aftershock well. Yeah, and then here's another one that you liked. And the long that had fast. Um, with Toad's double burst dealing two damage to all dice, Wong could block someone with six defense and knock them out before he takes any damage. I also had the Medusa that could double block with deadly for particularly tough characters, Ronin in case of direct damage, and, oh, I missed this card so much, Zombie Magneto to neutralize their powerful weenies, while also removing allies from their sidekick character status to be pulled in by Toad. So they really only could field sidekicks and not allies because 
they would be blanked out. My final piece was Pym Particle's scientific breakthrough, which buffs all fists and masks, which almost every character is. I also had Frontline and Superhero Registration Act to ramp out, to round out the ramp and extra damage ideal to the empty field. The team solidified my love for this game and how many different ways you can approach victory. I did lose out that day to a tough, crazy Wonder Girl ring control team with Protection Bard, which really shut me down. Oh my gosh, Wonder Ring. <laughs> but I, Wonder Ring and Protection Bard, that just sucks. Um, Jeez. <laughs> but I was really proud of my team and want to run it again. Thanks for the awesome show, guys, David Spencer. That's a, that's a great team. That's fun. And I think that kind of goes back to why I love this game, that same kind of feeling of brewing a team and having so many different layers. Um, you know, I think yeah, the just only the... thing I would change on that team if it was me personally, which put Scarecrow on it. <laughs> well, <laughs> if it wasn't timing if, would be a little it, different, it, but I would probably actually put, uh, uh, what's his name? Deal damage when they're KO'd, uh, black Manta. Oh yeah, and then maybe throw some cheap villains on there, which he didn't have. But man, that's... yeah, and and we don't know if Black Manta at that point was already right. gone in the in right. the Legacy League. I'm assuming uh, Villainous Pact was. If not, that would have been awesome. Villainous Pact with that tongue lashing was such a fun combo. I I, I remember loving using. I mean, you mentioned it like with Vicious Struggle back in the days when we thought. Yeah. Apparently, nobody else ever thought Vicious Struggle was fun. I know. Outside of us. It was, Based on it the was so fun to play that way, kind of force people to attack. You would take damage. You know, you couldn't just simply use yeah. a global. Yeah, so that's why I love this team. And I love that feeling of putting things together, too, because speaking of Vicious Struggle, the um, Injection Fairy Lily Vicious Struggle team that I put together, that was the same thing where I'm yeah. like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how this would work. And it was one of the first times that I used the team where I totally saw the power of having your opponent make a bad decision or a terrible decision. Yeah, those are the best. <laughs> so the- One other thing that could have been fun uh, with that team would switch up the Beast and put Nefarious Geneticist on there. And then he's the four-cost promo that when he blocks, uh, you get a free... When, yeah, two cost or less. Yeah, when Beast blocks, you may purchase a die with a cost of two or lower for free, and then on its burst side, you may purchase a die with a cost of three or lower instead. Yeah, so get him out there and then just use him to get all your stingers. Oh, yeah. Black Widows. That, that could be fun. I love and then that. Black it's Widow. just kind of a different approach. I mean, it basically accomplishes the same thing because you have the the churn and more dice if you're using the beast that he had. But if if not, you use the beast to purchase. And I always used to love using that card to ensure that I could buy characters on my opponent's turn. Yeah, I, I knew you were jiving with that card a lot. Um, I love the art on it. Yeah, and so so let, let's, let's kind of think about it. I, I know he had planned this for a league and multiple games and stuff. What would you actually put on that team to counter the Wonder Girl ring control team and a protection bard because it's just dirty man dirty just straight attack just outspeed him because other than beast man what i'm trying to think he doesn't target but that's true because how would stinger how would aftershock work with that 
Aftershock would have to go to the Wonder Ring, right? I believe so. Um, because the way Black Widow is written was deal one damage to target character, die or player, and since you only can target Wonder Girl, you would have to do target right. Wonder Girl. Um, but you could end up. But the the problem with that is the Wonder Girl can redirect wherever it wants. <sighs> I that, remember that. That little combo. Oh, that combo was Zach so loved that combo. You know well, how much no. Zach loved that wait, combo. Wait, wait, hold on. He had he had Zombie Magneto. Oh yeah. It's true. Yeah, it would have blanked it out. So it would have been now obviously you're gonna have to play. Like that becomes a match of what you roll and um if you see something like Wonder Girl, it's all about getting Zombie Magneto out. Right away, so you can't. You got to kind of abandon, yeah. abandon your way. But we don't know what they had to to counter that. But I don't. Bard would Bard protect from Zombie Mac? Uh, I don't know. It's I don't been a while. No, we, we've the, never had that question because I think the rotation or something like aligned where. I, they may yeah. have ruled locally that it does, but I don't think it does because Zombie Magneto is a blanket, and it's at not, the cards too, not the and specific it's at the die. Cards. Yeah, because the so Bard protects Six. anything that has his or lower. So so yeah, half of Bard. Maybe if was... you get your characters out, then it would neutralize. Maybe that's what they ruled on it, if well, I remember it, right. It's while half-elf bard is active, your other character dice of equal or lower level to your highest level half-elf bard are not affect, affected by opposing character abilities. So I think if you get the dice out, it would then protect. Yeah, but if it wasn't out... So yeah. what you would need to do is you'd need... There's... You would need to spin. You would need something that would spin down. Yeah, bard, bard. To, to its lowest level. Small step, man. You know how much I love my small step. Small step would work because it's a blanket. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't target. Everything, it's right? everything, yeah. But but is it less than But actually, no, that wouldn't, that wouldn't do it because it spins everything down, so now everything's yeah. level one. And then bard would protect all of them. So that's a nasty little combo. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's a really interesting thing, but I do like how, you know, I, I, I like to bring this up a little bit, um, often is like these legacy leagues is it helps you kind of branch out a little bit more than kind of your standard staples. Right. I mean, right now, if you're growing a team, it's probably got to have a shriek. It's probably has to have some form of Yonti, right? How or another it? tune character. But <clears throat> with these legacy leagues, I kind of wish Zach was here. Cause I'm kind of wondering how... Cause Zach headaches. And that's I why. Ever <laughs> headaches. I remember playing Zach. No, I'm, and I I'm could not find how, a way around it at all. I th- how does Scarecrow work with Wonder Girl? Uh, can I take Wonder Girl? I don't remember. I don't think you can. Because you're targeting an opposing villain, and Wonder Girl's not a villain in the first place. No. <laughs> or oh, wait, I'm no, thinking no. wrong scarecrow. No, I don't think you can because it still says target opposing die. So he could retarget it to take something else because of, there was one weird ruling, I think, 
with redirection that's saying if you're redirecting, you can pick a non-legal target. And then I think that's how Zach got around it, where he would have to, he would pick one of your characters unless you didn't have anything in the field. Um, it was weird. That I heard really that caused Wonder a lot Rain of headaches, man. A lot of headaches. Wonder Girl and that ring of magnetism we refer to it as wondering is seriously one of the most how it is probably the most powerful control aspect and it was two three cost characters or a two and one a three. three cost and then a two cost action oh man that thing was so nasty to get around yeah it was it was i remember i think i lost to zach like in the final rounds of a pdc because i couldn't figure out a way around it Basically, have to atomic bomb the board somehow. Yeah, right. You just gotta blow everything up. Yeah. Ooh, delayed plasma roll. Yeah, would be great. that would work. Except that card wasn't out when I played him because I remember I was using my um, X Men Avengers team my back in the day. That if we triggered right, yeah, but it was you just really you just can't counter. You just gotta flat out attack. Yeah, that, I think that's what I ended up doing in that's why all our games are close because I was playing that uh, the Nick Fury patch Avengers team so I just buy all my Serenas I'm like alright we're racing let's see who can get Especially all the Serenas with out. that Wong like if he just starts attacking like just just attack the person's going to have to sacrifice yeah or he's going to start taking damage right the, the attack value for the for a two cost Wong is that's a good ratio it's funny because teams like that you always think Oh, I don't really target anything. And then you start playing and you realize, oh my gosh, I target a lot more than I thought. Yeah. It just kind of starts adding up with each other. Um, so, like, yeah, I love it. And th- th- that's why I want to kind of mention about the Legacy Leagues is, you know, that kind of helps you see, yeah. you know, see outside the box. Because, like I said, right now, if you're brewing a team for a quote unquote competitive right now, it's Yanti. Well, there's 1,300 cards to brew from so yeah so it's always fun use to yanti in a few actions <laughs> throwing brick, throw brick. <laughs> just throw brick um really but, use the game to its but yeah like that, that that's that's why i like kind of exploring some of these other teams and just even that feeling of putting your team together and making it work like how, how how like how was the feeling when you managed to make your um control by death team work like <sighs> What what were you feeling when you're like, holy crap, this is actually a pretty solid team? I remember the first night because I was like, Ken, I've got this idea. Because Ken and I used to get together and brew and practice and, and really hone. I was like, I got this idea. If it works, I'm going to keep going on it. And it worked better than I thought. I was like, and that's when I, if you guys remember, I went to pretty big extents to get Black Lantern Aquaman. Yeah. I asked if you guys had some for trading. You're like, why? It's like I got this idea. Yeah, and you ended up getting the full art one too. No, or no? It was kind of we kind of math traded it. Ken ended up with the full art one. I, I think I ended up trading a whole common uncommon D and D set for it. Like that's a problem, man. That's just less dice no, around I, the house. I think I <laughs> only have two, two that I'm still missing. I really don't complete sets like that anymore. But you've got, you've changed, Russ. Used to be like I don't care about full sets, and I'm like I gotta get them all. And now you're like whatever. Well, <laughs> a lot that came out, but yeah, it was that's 
that's an awesome feeling. I, I'm sure Dr. J had the same one with his doomsday. When you find that combo that you finally really get a tweak and you get a really feel like you're, you're playing the game instead of just rolling and hoping things hit. And personally, that's why I don't like some of the meta cards because it, I mean, there's combos. It's it's kind of a combo with Yanti, but it doesn't. I remember with this new Yanti buying stuff, my biggest thing was I was bitter because I used to build teams that you would buy by KOing with Fabricate and win, and now it just became easy. Everyone can do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I pretty much brewed a meta team before it became meta, and never got to take it to a meta event because everybody <laughs> encountered it. Um, but yeah, that, that's always kind of the fun time. So big thanks to David for spend, sending in your team time capsule. And like I said, at the start of the segment, if you guys have suggestions for team time capsules, shoot us our way. We love, you know, looking back at some of these old teams and just thinking back in the day, <laughs> there were good times. Um, you can do that by shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net or leaving on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash double burst all right russ i will see you in a second but we need to catch a plane and go halfway across the world all right guys we are here with the ko king and dr j how are you guys doing tonight doing good all right so i i was usually we don't do tournament coverages outside of worlds and nationals because usually we're there right but i saw the results of this one and it caught my eye so first we're going to australia um, I wish we could do it live. So um, if any of you listeners... Crocky, want... mate. We're going all the way down under. That's <laughs> wow. so awesome. Wow, we just lost all our Australian viewers. Thanks a lot, Dr. J. That's how they talk down there. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just making a plea. On my way to work, yeah, I threw my boomerang and accidentally hit kangaroo. <laughs> right? Shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the American version. Well, yeah. there goes my chance of getting somebody in Australia to sponsor <laughs> us to go down there next year. <laughs> <laughs> But I was interested because I looked through all the team lists and there was one character that seemed to be missing out of all of them. And that was the... Scarecrow? Russ, that's already been rotated out. No, no <laughs> so, that doesn't count. You always get to keep it. You're so in rotation denial. Um, but The, the card- bugbear ambusher? <laughs> yes, yeah, Definitely the bugbear ambusher. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the one card that was missing was the super rare Yanti pureblood that we've seen in all other nationals out there. Um, so I, I started digging in and looking through the Facebook post, and according to the Facebook post, this was it was not banned. However, there was a gentle person's agreement in place, which no one violated. So oh, I thought Australians just didn't understand Dice Masters, but it turns out they're just <laughs> nice they know people. Hey, hey, they know some it better the, than others. <laughs> Jared, some of the best playmats, including yours, Came out of Australia. Oh, I'm so don't, don't forget aware about that. that. It is the Dice Masters playmat of the world. Yeah, yeah Dice Master playmat capital. Because yep. I was actually looking at pictures. So not only did they do that, they all got together at someone's house after and did a Guardians of the Galaxy rainbow draft. And somebody had like a Lego playmat that looked pretty cool too. Oh, yeah. did they have shrimp on the Barbie at that I get wanna, together? Because that would be after awesome. seeing that picture, I was like, man, I want to draft. I, I want to draft. You guys remember they had when shrimp on there? the Barbie and Foster's beer and. Just got together at somebody's Jared, house afterwards? You, 
man, ne- they're gonna hear this, and then <laughs> like you'll never be able to enter the country ever. It's Maybe gonna be like, oh, you're Doctor oh, J. Oh, they they totally Cust- know the way the rest of the world sees Customs them, just is, like we do. C- Customs is gonna reject knife. you, huh? Maybe they had a knife, <laughs> <laughs> like giant knife. Yeah, not. not- <laughs> Not like this is a knife, you know the big one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, crocodile Dundee. Isn't that what oh all Australians gosh. are like? They, I wonder, they get frustrated because they li- have to live that oh, movie I'm down. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they. I'd be annoyed with all us Americans thinking that we know what Australia is like. I know it's probably not all that different. It's winter down the, there. The awesome <laughs> accent. What is winter? Doesn't mean anything like in places uh, like Australia. It's yeah. pretty cold. My I had a friend that was just down there. She had to buy two coats because she forgot it was winter. Oh, <laughs> all right. So yeah. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about is some of the teams that surfaced that didn't have the the super Yanti on it. Black um, lanterns, scarecrow. Lots of cards with boomerang, probably. Russ, right? Again, all those cards have been rotated out. Russ, can somebody like give Ru- give Russ the memo that's 2018 now and not like <laughs> 2016? But they all hide boomerang on them, right? All the cards. No, no. I wish. Come on, man. They all use um, different attune. Huh? They all use different attune. Well, they're Australian. Well, I well, figured they'd use boomerang. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> oh, that been they like probably got it before you guys got that. No, joke. I'm. I'm just. They did. I'm, I did. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just gonna look at our listener accounts in Australia, and it's just gonna go to zero after this episode. Some killer croc was probably on there. <laughs> um But so some of the teams that you expect to be there, like Gold Dragon and Ring of Winter, um, a couple teams were there um, with that. Boom Boom made an appearance. Ugh, I'm sure um, she was on a couple of the teams. With I hate the, and love her at the same time. With, with, with um, so I'll mention our buddy Glenn Bodor. Did we ever figure out how to say his name, Glenn Bodor or Bodor? It's spelled that way. Bodor. <laughs> I I always call um, him Bod- Bodor, yeah. but I so I he, don't know. Sorry, man. Yeah. So so he he played a you know a team near and dear to heart. He played the collector. Um, <sighs> and so here, here's here's what he had on his team. He had. Uh, the Green Mile. I can't believe I'm calling it that. Uh, the abso- the Absorbing Man that copies the Winfielded effect. Um, the Basilisk that we mentioned on a hidden gem a while ago with Deadly um, on it. The Collector, Shriek, Super Rare Boom Boom, the Rare Billy Club, um, the Kiln. That's another one. The Kylan? Yeah, the Kylan. Uh, Villainous Pact and Heavy Armor for his team. He went 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. But I saw that team I'm like, ooh, I kinda I kinda like that. Um that I think that was the highest collector team that made it, so it was fourth place. What how do you feel about that, Russ? Uh, good in a way. I love the collector, but I really felt like they ruled on it wrong. <laughs> Cause he's too strong, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um so that was a pretty cool team I liked. Um scrolling up to second place this is like i what i love about this is we've talked about all these teams that showed up in, yeah. in, in like that placed um right. second place was spider-man war of the heart the one where um your opponent has to block all the sidekicks first oh, yeah. before yeah, you yeah, block yeah. everything uh-huh. so it had that it had dum-dum that gets plus one attack for every sidekick on the field uh rare professor x super rare jubilee scarlet witch rare blob Madam Mask, Shriek, Create Food and Water, and Splinter's Teachings. Like, that's, that's another cool. solid one. Uh, oh, that Splinter's Teachings with that one could be gross. Yeah. So Bob Bruno went 3-1-1. One, and one. Um, and then what I wanted to ask you guys is what do you think got first place? So 
What do you think was on the team? Oh, some kind gold of dragon. I'm going to say gold dragon. So they say no Yanti, but the tune's still strong. Gold dragon, pseudo dragon. Kevin's excited, so I have an idea. Um, oh, if Kevin's excited, then it's probably not. I'm not right. It has vibe on it. That's why. <laughs> It's not even legal, dude. I'm living in Russ's world now. I know, I know. I'm, I'm going to go with my initial thoughts. So I'm going to say Gold Dragon, Pseudo Dragon. The what? What's the lady? The lady with the attuned, the three cost lady. Zimberdala. 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 That one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, lady some... card. Come on. It, it's cold. Lady is the only. One <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, some cheap, some cheap actions. So maybe cobalt trap, maybe a uh, improvised weapon, so you can throw gold dragons at people. Uh, you know, that's that's my guess. Yeah, you guys are all wrong. <laughs> I don't think any of the cards you mentioned were on this, but it does feature a lot of ladies on this team. Uh, Ooh. So on the team, it had a shriek, of course. I, that's. I wish they did. Is Shriek her. a lady? Yeah. She's the ugliest but she's lady like the, on all like the Grice When you Master play cards. a competitive team, it's almost standard. That's that why you have I wish they'd ban her. Yeah, um, she doesn't count. You have to build around her, but nobody does. Yeah. I do like it has, build around her. It also has the Giganta, the the common wild Giganta is active. When a character die spins up, each of your Giganta get plus one attack and plus one defense. Has a global. Pay a fist, spin target character die up one level. Um, continuing on our ladies, and even with globals, we also have the uncommon Kate Bishop, when fielded, deal one damage to target opponent, and the global, pay a mask, targeting attacking character die is no longer attacking. God, he went with the uncommon? What do you think of uh, the common so much better? And then so that's all the global. Th- yeah, that's that's all yeah. the ladies. Um, and then we also have the wrecker. Let's just go down the globals. When wrecker attacks, target opposing character must block the wrecker. But it also has a global pay two fist target character die must block this turn, and a different target character gets plus one attack. It's not the wrecker I thought would be in there, but um, still. Yeah, but it sounds like the other wrecker would cause wreck on that team. This team would suck. There's like four or five globals on it. It also yeah, has. They're on characters, so you could still use them. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it, it also has Yarnborn on there. Um, I'm not even going to read the text because he has no other mortal characters on this. He definitely used this to. Global fixing. Yeah, global fixing for the fist. Energy fixing. Um, And then the two actions he had on it was, uh, well, actually, no, Bateri's a character. Bateri battle stack with swarm on it. Bateri battle stack gets plus one attack, plus one defense for each other Bateri battle stack. But Swarm one, this is the first place team? Yeah. No, I thought it was second place. This is first place right here. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it also had the battering, which I think this this was kind of the hit. I knew it. There needed to be yeah. a boomerang in there somewhere, <laughs> and it won. Good. And it won. Is a good card. Yeah. yeah. De- so so yeah, it was deal three damage to target villain character dies, and it has the boomerang ability on it. Um, that comes back. God, I really hate. Yeah, to I was say right. right. I love to see boomerang. an Australian team win with boomerang. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome. All of this comes together to combine with this card that I've loved since day one. It is the uncommon Captain America from Guardians. At the end of your attack step, if Captain America was blocked but not KO'd, he deals damage equal to his attack to target opponent. I love that card. I would really like to see this team in action because it's not working in my mind right now. Like it's all about Captain America. Yeah, you get Captain America. So how do you? Up. So you got to buff him, right? And so he has Cone of Cold as one of his acts, basic okay, actions. Okay, so you pay fist and to then, buff him. and the resurrection. So. All, all you need to do, because he, he's pretty... He's, he's battering to KO whatever they... Yeah, 
And what, and what you want to do is get or, Captain America. You know, when you attack with Captain America, yeah. whatever they block with Captain America, you just battering. Wait, no. Battering only works on villains, doesn't it? No. Oh. Yeah, it only works on villains. So the way... Sh- th- oh, yeah. You the use way- it to get rid of Shriek. Yeah, you get rid of the Shriek, yeah. but the way you do it is you get Captain America out. You get him to his level five by using a Giganta Global. Okay. To level five? Or level three. Ooh, some, was, Captain America has level five. One of the biggest... <laughs> level three, five attack. That's yeah, one of the biggest problems with that Captain America is his level one side has yeah. a two attack, which makes it so if you attack with him, I just let him through. You know, so it it that's smart. You got to... Spin him up so you can get up to seven damage. Yeah, so yeah. You, t- you just let him through. Sweet, I'll. No, no, no. Two. Then you have the record global. You pay two fists, force something to attack, and Captain America is now six attack. Because that give or you it- just buff him and let him through. That's what I've just never understood with the force block. Like I've just never understood the force block. Like, Why? Okay, let him through. You want them to block Captain America? I fully yeah. understand. But I don't understand adding to teams to force block if I can just buff and just let it through. You can't let through big guys. You can. And there's, I think the biggest reason is because there are times in a game where you are faced with let this guy through for seven now or block him and a guaranteed die next turn. Fully agree. But if you run lean... But some That's some fine. teams so just can't I, I run. Get you, lean. I get you. Yeah. So so with this team, you want to you don't want Captain America to leave the field, right. because th- I mean, because think about it, you're spending a lot of energy to invest to get him to the level you need to. Because I've played him where people have let him through, and that has just boned me because I can't roll a character. So. It's really the yeah. same as you know playing with somebody big character with overcrush and wanting them to block and yeah. forcing them to block with a sidekick. I mean, yeah. You're gonna do a lot of damage either way, but if you, they block it with that sidekick, then you're getting two turns in a row where you're just damaging. Yeah, damage. and it 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 adds a little bit of pressure to your opponent too because they're like, "crap, it's." it's I agree, but be I next. just think yeah. force block is too hard to worry about. But you're paying two fists to make a block, right? Two so, fists and to so so why not just the way buff it twice the, the way this well this is essentially you're paying one fi- one fist to force block and one fist to pump up Captain America one more. I, mean, I get so, what you're yeah. saying. But this has been my argument all the time, and I know nobody agrees. I don't agree with the force. Well, how block. else are you going to make the Kona Cold boost up even more if you don't get a block? Kona Cold doesn't yeah. work if they don't so block. So I would add something other than Kona Cold. Sounds less efficient to me. Because keep in mind, Kona Cold. I get you. Is, is, you guys will. I'm telling. We no apologize, people in Australia, for Russ's behavior no, no, no. This, <laughs> no. in this segment and not understanding. <laughs> Or understanding and just being difficult. I'm just saying personal preference. With yeah, I know you always see giving you crap. Like with characters with high attack, let's just say people are always like, "Oh, I need like the block sidekick so it can stay." Well, if I attack with an eight or nine, then let the eight or nine through. I'll run lean and I'll just get it back through. Like I get the force block, but it's easy to get around. I've always felt like force block was easy to get around. Personal preference. Yeah. So, so what I wanted to ask you guys, because you guys obviously know I'm, I love this card. I've loved this card ever since I got my hands on it. How do you guys feel about the turnout of all these teams when you just take out one card that seemed to be predominant in all the other nationals? I think it's really awesome. It Ooh. was, but it, I don't want to be, it was, but it was still 
very similar teams that have been played everywhere. And it's good teams, and it's way better than what it was. So I applaud Australia and wish that we need more gentlemen, gentle yeah. persons. Know that whoever wins when you go to Worlds, uh, team it's not going to be that way. You can't probably aren't going to be able to play that team, but uh, it's good to. I mean, you can play that team absolutely. But Yanti, just throw Yanti on that team, and it would be really good. Well, you just throw Yanti on any. Team. Well, no, I'm saying <laughs> a, because you've got other good pieces. So if they stop Yanti, like on that winning team, I don't think it's. I don't think it's geared for Yanti. There's no cheap actions. Battering. I mean, what is that? Two cost? Three cost? Two cost. Still, other Yanti teams are going to be bringing yeah. one so, cost. Yeah, actions. so there's, there's one team that yeah. had the Which common Yanti. Not if it's like Cobalt Trap and stuff. Yeah, so th- so there there's one team that had the common Yanti um, on it, and he got fifth, uh, fifth place for that. He only won one game and tied Lost two games yeah. and tied two games. Another interesting thing to think about too is you know, we, you also we also don't know what kind of pilots these people were who won. I mean, you can look at teams and be like, oh, why didn't Yanti do better? And you know, maybe it's just that the 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 guy who won really knew his team inside and out, really piloted it well. And I love how there's different layers to looking at who wins these events, not just who brought the best team. Um, and it's more so that way when you have this gentleman's agreement where you know you don't, you don't have to worry about you don't that bring the most thing, meta you know? card, so it really does come down to sort of a, a brewing and a piloting uh, competition rather than just who has the strongest cards yeah. and gets yeah. the best rolls. Yeah, and th- that's what I love about this is there's so much variety too because like you look through, no one really brought the same team, and I like that in in yeah. competitions. Yeah. You as, you, as you're explaining this team, I'm thinking back to our earlier segment, Kevin. I'm like. Wondering would wreck that thing. <laughs> like Wondering you, was you could when you guys battering, were doing that, I was sitting there anything, thinking, I was like, man. what were the counters to Wondering? And God. then I remembered what the counters to Wondering was. And it was Bard and Lantern and Lantern <laughs> That was the counter to Wonder Girl because she couldn't stop all just that blast yeah. damage that killed you in one turn. True. And that was it. So yeah. but that's a that's a fun team. That'd be fun to yeah. pilot and work with. Like, would, would you guys like to be at this national championships, like in yeah. Australia? Oh you, man, it you've apparently awesome. you've apparently gotten banned from Australia just from your comments in this section. So. Come on, man! <laughs> They're not that sensitive down there. They're all tough, rugged people with you know crocodile tooth vests and stuff on. It's not. They're cool. Uh, if you guys want to send hate mail, they've got just, thick skin. Just just send it over to me, and I'll make sure Jared hears every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but big big congrats to, J- to James Staines for going three one and one um, out there, and that just like it looks fun. I like honestly deep down in my heart, if I could afford to go to Australia, I want to hang out with you guys. So did you say what the second place team was? Uh, the second place, yeah, it was the Spider-Man Heart of the Swarm with okay. the Dum Dum. Um, and oh yeah, the one that had the uh, that had the Jared on it. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. So, congrats to everybody in Australia. Um, I, I, re- I really do wish I could meet you guys, but that's the beauty of the internet, right? We can re- see, Russ. This is the beauty of the internet. I can talk to somebody like that's halfway across the world. About yeah. Are you familiar Smashers. with the internet, Russ? Have you? Yeah. Used I it? am now. I have been all the time, <laughs> but 
Yeah. Yeah. I so, got a camera now, so now I'm yeah. looking for games online. Yeah, so if you get, I mean, all of you guys are hearing us over the internet. You can communicate with us. Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net. Tell us what you guys think about the Australian National Championships. Check that out. I know there's a post um, in one of the Facebook po- um, groups about it. Or if you were in them and you want to let us know your guys' journey and story and your experience out there, we'd love to read that on air too. So doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen. Do you think Glenn's going to make some Keyforge mats? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Glenn, just a shout out. Maybe you want to look at some Keyforge yeah. mats. And as you guys can see, we're a fan of Glenn's mats. So make sure you I, check out his Etsy shop. I don't remember the name of it, but go check it out. He makes some of the coolest mats ever. Uh, guys, I will talk to you all later. And hopefully Australia is not going to come and assassinate us. Catch you later, mates. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. Did you guys attend the Australian Nationals? Or what do you think about this Team Time Capsule team? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get these episodes, and cool player resources. If you guys are looking for a way to support the show, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash ktdata and hit that subscribe button. It's free for you if you have an Amazon Prime account. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm.